it's challenging to see somebody choose things when you know that they can choose different. That's yeah. the awareness of the question of like, oh, what do I know here? Ooh, I could see the possibilities that they cannot see yet. So what can I be? I could be the invitation for them so that they are like a magnet, you know, a moth to a flame. And that's how we change the world. We, we shift the world by creating possibilities. We don't change the world by changing the world. Welcome, girls, to the Get Up Girl podcast, where we are making you live your fullest and fun life. My name is Joanna Vargas, and every week I will pour into you with my stories, tools, and fun radical candor. I believe that when you ask better questions, up-level your habits, and get freaking real, you will have a happier life. If you're looking for more fun, more magic, and more joy, you're my girl. This one's for you. Are you ready? Let's create your dream life. Welcome to our live Get Up Girl podcast. This is Two Chicks and a Mic. I'm your host and your gal, Joanna Vargas, and I am here with Salome Valdez. She is our other chicks. We got two chicks, two mics, but we you know, just imagine you're with one mic. So Salome and I today, are, in case you're new here, we go live on all the channels, YouTube, Twitch, Facebook, and everything else. You can find it at Joanna Vargas Official. And then we also turn this into a podcast. And we do this once a month where she and I get together. And Salome works with me on my team, on the JV Empire team. That's my business where I have all my businesses underneath. So Salome, welcome to the show. We had a couple little glitches before. Nobody knows that, but we're here now. We did it. And uh, how you doing with your cute shirt? I'm doing great. Celebrating uh, being a human. Also my pride because of this month, June 1st. <laughs> the shirt says, be a nice human. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. What if you're an alien like I am? <laughs> yeah. Be a nice whatever you want be to be. Be a nice be. alien. <laughs> Love it. All right, let's jump right into it. Salome yesterday called me and said, hey, I have this great idea about vanity and about how in this reality, you know, it is not celebrated to have confidence or be vain or say great things about yourself. However, I'm going to jump in here and say it is for children. When kids do it, it's like, oh, it's so cute. And we pull out our video and everybody videotapes them and you're so cute. And then you turn a certain age and all of a sudden, no, you're not supposed to brag anymore. That's bragging. So how did this come about and why did you want to talk about it? Uh, I like to talk to one of my best friends, which is my sister, Noemi. Uh, she, she and I always have great conversations and out of the conversations, I always start getting ideas on what we can talk about. And one of them was being either, or can you be too confident? You know, and it's not, and her and I were just talking about how, hey, we do this a lot. Her and I t look at ourselves in our mirror, in the mirror, and I compliment myself. She compliments herself. And I'm like, damn, I look good. And damn, like, ooh, yeah. Oh, look at my butt. You look at my boobs. Oh, oh shoot, I look hot. And we don't think any of anything, any, anything wrong about it. Her and I just, it's like normal for us to do that. 
And we started talking about it and laughing. We're like, oh my God, like other people that hear us, we can feel their eyes rolling. You know, <laughs> you can just know <laughs> that people are like weird or like, oh, conceited or some kind of a negative vibe behind it. And we're like, if other people do it, we're, we, we're like, heck yeah. Because we, we have a few dancers that we know that are very, they celebrate the, their body. They celebrate their good looks. And, and they're always that because I look so good. And we're like, heck yeah, you do. You know, and if anything, we make it better by telling them, reassuring them that they look amazing. But why, but why do people not? That's my question. Because why, how is it that we grew up in the society saying that conceited is a bad thing. Oh, she's conceited. I remember growing up and people saying, oh, I don't like her. Oh, why? Because she's conceited. You know, yeah, I'm like, conceited okay. was such a big word back then. That yeah, was it was. Word. Yeah, that was like equivalent to bitch. Like, oh no, don't call me conceited. Yeah. Don't call me that. That was like the worst thing to be called. Yeah. At least back in the day for me. Hmm? Okay, so let's explore that why or what is it that in this reality or most of us choose it is pretty normal to choose to be humble to mm -hmm. be quiet all that energy all those words you know what i'm talking about it is normal to choose that and if you choose uh, vanity if you choose confidence if you choose boastfulness it i've noticed that it's easier received, Salome, if it's like fun and light. So for example, let's just say there's person A and person A is like, oh my God, I look so cute. And everybody laughs and it's cute. Okay. Now you have person B that's like, oh, look at me. I look so good. Do you think it's the energy that's coming across? Do you think it's uh, what is conceited is conceited? Like I am superior to you. I look good. I look better than you. So people are envious and that's why they're rolling their eyes or they're like, do you think I know that we are so aware and we are so able to pick up other people's thoughts, feelings and emotions that you're picking up their, their superiority. You took the words out right out of my mouth when I was going to say that. I think there's a difference also when you have that kind of energy when you're saying uh, I'm better than you but not saying I'm better than you, which I definitely have heard it. And maybe I've done it in the past. Um, don't remember exactly when or how it's happened, but uh, I know for sure I stopped doing that because I started feeling like the energy from other people calling me conceited and stuff. And then now in my life that now in my new life, uh, I've been saying it and uh, I still get the same reaction. <laughs> No, but but not as much anymore. Like I feel like more people are more open to hearing it. But I've noticed that uh, it's also going back to Instagram and all that. When even just not the body or vanity or anything, when you're just living your life, living your best life hashtag best life, and you get the energy of people kind of like not giving a shit or they don't want to see you like that or happy or anything like that. It's kind of the same thing. I wonder if it's the energy of envy from the other people. So yeah. that's the rolling the eyes. That's their, they don't want to celebrate you with you. Mm -hmm. So it's envy. Is, mm -hmm. Do you think that's what it is? I do think it is that. And, and maybe the envy, they don't, maybe in real life, maybe they know they're envious, but they're kind of trying to not 
think that they are because it's kind of when sometimes when you say it or start thinking it, then it starts becoming true. But it goes deeper than that. Okay, why are you envious? Do you feel that about yourself? You should, you know? So I think it's just people also that are not ready to face the fact that they are beautiful, whoever they are. They, they can't stand in front of the mirror naked. Maybe it's the those same people that feel the envy. But it's like, I think you're just envious because you're not happy about yourself yet. Mm -hmm. Or you're not ready. I love it. Every time I do podcasts, I take notes on the side. Have you seen that? There's this new television show. My niece was watching it. And it's this guy. He's a medium. He talks to spirits. And when he talks to them, he scribbles on a piece of paper. Anyway, that's what I feel like right now. I'm scribbling. If any of you have seen that show, you know what I'm talking about. But what I was scribbling is down that what happens is when we have the energy of I am better than you, okay? This is regardless of the vanity. It doesn't matter. Let's just say any energy of I am better than you, even though you do not know that you're doing it. I'm going to repeat that again. Many times we lie to ourselves. So even though you think you're not doing it, but you believe that you are being confident, but it's actually, I am better than you energy. What tends to happen is another human being will feel that because we are aware human beings. We feel and know everything when we're in a room with anybody. You don't even have to be in a room with somebody. I can feel somebody else from miles away. What tends to happen is the wall and barrier will come up and then you start to separate from that person. So what you're feeling, Salome, is the separation. You could literally feel it. It feels like a movie where you're going like this and you're separating. That person will separate from you. Then you feel it. Then you kind of feel off. And here's the question. If we're feeling something from the other person, are we being the invitation of confidence or is it I am better than you energy, even if it's 1%? Mm. It could be and it could not be. Because what if also um, the other person is so so very deep in their in their in themselves thinking that they're not good enough? Yes, and this is what I know. And I know I don't think some people will like this, but this is what I know. If it's truly, truly one hundred percent genuine consciousness, when you say that compliment to yourself and there's somebody else in the room, if it's genuine. Genuine, genuine. I'm going to say it again. 100%. Not one even ounce. It's 100.000 of consciousness. The other person will feel the invitation and they will not have the envy. They may wish that they liked it. They may like lean in. But I wonder if there's a 0 0.001, if there's a 1.00, if there's a 2.00 part of I am better. Now, here's the question. What am I pretending not to know that if I acknowledged what I knew would change everything? Because mm. many times, right, Salome, how many times in our, our lives have we looked back and go, oh, I didn't even see that. I could see it now. But I can't see it. I couldn't see it then. So I'm, I'm wondering if true confidence would ever create separation. Mm. That's actually the question. Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm going to throw this out there, Salome. I have been teaching fitness, dance for 25 years. And as I become more senior, 
right? More masterful of thousands and thousands of classes I've taught. The more I teach, the stronger and more masterful I get at it. And I'm more of an invitation for confidence. Yeah. You get what I mean? And like, even though I'll do something in fitness, I'll be like, hey, turn to the person next to you and say, dang, you look good, right? So now everybody's going, dang, you look good. And then I go turn to the other person and then say, dang, Joanna looks good. And everybody says it and they start laughing. Do you see, can you even feel the lightness of the difference of that can be vanity, that could be confidence and everybody's laughing and it's so light. And there's moments where I've done that before in the past, Salome, where I can look and there was a little bit of like, I'm better, I'm the instructor, even if it was a nanosecond. (laughs) Yeah. And you could, I could feel the separation of the class and I'm like, "Mm, that didn't work. Mm. And when I truly, truly, drop down into my consciousness and get curious and get really open and expand out. It is so freaking light. And by the end, Salome, every single member that is taking class feels so confident, even the quiet ones, even the shy ones, even the ones that are like, oh, I would never do that. No, no, no. By the end, you know, their chest is nice and open. So I wonder, Salome, that's the question. That is the question that I will continue to keep asking because uh, I feel that it, now it's like in a, like another conscious, I guess, awareness of, of how it's being said. And now I also want to say this too, that there's no wrong either. Mm-hmm. Going back to it. Never. Oh, it's wrong because I put a percentage of I'm better than you. Okay. Never wrong. Yeah, absolutely. No, Thank you for bringing that up to our to our, uh, to our listeners because I, I like to bring that up because I know we continuously talk about that, but also with this topic too. You're not wrong. Yeah, you're not wrong for yeah for thinking you're better. I mean, it's just a discovery in life. Absolutely. Thank you for bringing that up because I know that you're open to this. Um, because this, no, I want to remove the because. It is because I don't want to justify it with a because, but it is when you truly are the invitation, you will never, ever, ever feel separation from somebody else. Mm. I'm going to say that one more time. If you're truly the invitation of consciousness, the invitation of love, truly the invitation of love, you will never, re- you will never feel separation from another person. That's when we're Abraham Hicks talks about, you know, you're in the vortex when you're in the vortex. That's that bliss feeling. That's that like nothing can bother you. So for example, if you're in the mirror and you're saying something and the person next to you, you can feel their separation. We're not in the vortex. We are, we are not in true consciousness. That is not, that is not you. That's not you. But a true, true, true Joanna, true, true, true Salome, true, true, true Susie Smith would never, ever, ever feel separation if they are totally their infinite possibility of human that they were meant to be. You get, you get it. Right. So every time we feel off, it's not wrong. Like you said, it's information. So for example, Salome, let's just digress. Let's go back and let's just say you're with your sister there, but there's a third person and you and your sister are like, Ooh, I'm looking hot, eh." but there's a third person and you could feel them separating. You could feel them like "Mm," energetically withdraw. First thing you can do is get curious and go, ooh, what is that? Mm. Is there something here? Because it might be, Salome, that 
your body is trying to give you information about that person. Mm. Maybe that person wants to be invited in. Maybe Mm. that person doesn't want to be there. Maybe that person had a bad day. It could be a trillion million things. Mm. Or it could be that, oh, this person is actually in love with you. We can go on and on, right? Or it can also be that, hey, there's some superiority here. It could be that too. Oh, I've had that. I'll be like, ooh, I am so superior right now. I know it doesn't make sense in English, superior. It doesn't matter. It's kind of like the verb of I am better. And that's that thing of let me give you advice because I know better. I am smarter than you. And I'm here to, to give you the invitation, everybody, that nobody is smarter than you for you. Mm-hmm. I know for me, Salome, you know for you. Susie Smith knows for Susie Smith. John knows for John. Henry knows for Henry. Like, so when somebody, when you, if, for example, Salome, you ask me for advice or a question, how I can help you is help you become more aware. I can help you ask questions, but I'm not here to tell you what to do. Right. Uh, More like help you open up more doors. Yeah another journey or another road or whatever uh completely understanding and agree i love that so everybody listening out there if you have a friend a lover or anybody that is asking you for quote unquote advice or help how we can actually help them or how we can actually contribute to them because contribution is different than help help is like when i'm higher than you and i lift you up a contribution is when you can actually help them create new possibilities. You get what I mean? And some people don't like that. It's interesting. They're like, wait, wait, no, you're supposed to help me because I'm drowning. No, no, no. I'm going to tell you where all the life jackets are, and then you can go get the life jacket. I see it as I have a lot of keys, like the pirate keys. A lot of keys, and I'm like, I got this. Whenever you're ready, come and ask me for a key to open any door. and then. Key is there. I can give you the key. Now let me give you the key. Are you willing to opening to open that door? That's on you. Mm. Okay. Solomon, I'm gonna jump in here. Are you open? Because it was a little bit Before of the keys. Before I wasn't. I was upset. Ooh. I was upset. I don't know, I wasn't upset. I didn't even know that I was feeling this way. Until somebody brought it up and told me that that's the energy they got years ago from me. Um, That I would get upset when nobody, like, that I'm here and that I would, yes, good thing. You're Salome, you are being here. We know that that you can help us. We know that you have the keys. But you would always seem to not feel, be patient and not. And kind of get a little bit upset at those people that wouldn't take your the key and um, to make their life easier or whatever. And I'm like, oh, okay. I see why the energy I gave out was it was I was impatient and I I didn't like the fact that they weren't taking my help. Okay, I'm gonna offer a different possibility. Okay. One thing is we never have keys for anybody else. Mm. They have their own keys. Okay. We never have keys for them. We don't give them any keys. We don't have keys. We have nothing for anybody else. They have the keys. Mm. They can choose the key. All you can do is help them. No, 
contribute to them locating the keys, but you never have a key. They never have to ask you for a key. You don't say, I'll give you the key. Mm-mm. Yeah. That is, that is not consciousness. That is being superior. Mm, okay. I have the key. Are you going to ask for it when you're ready? Mm, is that really consciousness? You know what I mean? We, we never, ever, 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 ever have a key for anybody. Yeah, I agree with that too. I guess I was see, seeing it more as this is the way I do it. And I'm here if you want to talk about it. I'm here if you want to see the way I do my, my financial plans, the way I make things happen for myself. And then you can go ahead and take these tips from me. And you can go ahead and make it your own with the same tips that I have or what have you, which has ha has happened where people do ask me, how do you do this and how do you do that? Well, this is the way I do it, but it doesn't mean it's gonna work for everybody. Yeah. So just circling back around, if you ever feel separation from anybody, it's they're putting their wall up or you're putting your wall up. Somebody mm -hmm. is shutting down, somebody is separating and somebody is choosing unconsciousness. And so going back, to the vanity and going back to mm -hmm. confidence. Yeah. That's what it is. It's, it's that little bit of, I am better than you. So I think people have shut it off and I'm just not going to do it at all. And I wonder, Salome, what if confidence, vanity, love for yourself can be quiet, a stoic quiet? Does it have to be, Ooh, I look so good. I'm, I wonder. It could look like a bazillion different ways. And what if it's actually a stoic confidence? Yeah, but I think it kind of goes back to shutting everybody from saying it. I don't know. I guess that's what are you, that's my thing. That's how I think of it. I mm -hmm. wish more people would be more loud about their confidence. Mm hmm yeah. And I wonder if we could just feel it energetically. Mm. Just throwing it out there. Like, if, yeah. if, would you say that I'm a confident person? Yeah. Yeah. And well, yeah. I, I was telling, I was telling my sister about it and I gave her an example and I said, brought you up by the way. And mm -hmm. I said, Oh yeah. It's like, I think like Joanna, she's confident and you tell me that you look good and I agree with you. And there's been times where you teach virtual classes and you're like, Ooh, look at my, look at my arm, Salome. Yeah. You know? And I'm just like, yeah. I, I, and I think nothing, of it. you know what I'm saying? And it's just like, that's fun for me. That's fun. I love it when people uh, celebrate their bodies and, and their minds and everything. That's, that's happiness right there to me. My, that might not be for other, other people again. Yeah. That's great. And what else is possible for us to be more of the invitation? That it's the overall theme of today's episode. How can we be more of the invitation? It could even be quiet, it could be loud, it could be whispers. But how can we be the invitation without even being the invitation? Yeah. Like we don't have to make a personal written out invitation we could just be an energetic invitation so do you think do you know or do you think that vanity the reason why vanity is one of the seven sins is because it's not even vanity it's more about the purpose of what's behind it of, of the seniority thing no the more knowing more 
Yes. Then change the word because <laughs> it's not vanity. <laughs> you know, that's yeah. how I see it now. And I'm like, okay, so is it deeper than that? Whoever made the seven sins, I don't even know if they exist or whatever. But the thing is, vanity is one of them. So why? Let's go deep into that thought. Why is that one of them? Is it because it's something else? Because if it is something else, then it should be called something else, not vanity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Yep. A cool question would be, am I, am I being superior here? Do I believe that I know more than this person? Mm. Do I believe that they should listen to me? Mm. And if you get a yes, if you get an energetic yes and go, ooh, okay, what is that? What is that about? What is yeah. that? And what it norm, what it usually is, is that we are so highly aware. Yeah that we know things for the other person that they cannot see for themselves. And that is not your responsibility to move them there. It's their choice. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's their choice. So when they're ready and go, great. And you're the invitation, they will join that party. And it, again, because every time we talk about a different topic, we always go back to being the invitation. I've noticed that. So I think all, I think the core of everything is being, being more healthy even. And you're thinking, oh my God, I wish my friend was more healthy. But again, it's all internal and it all goes down to being the invitation for it. Can't, yeah. can't make anybody do anything. And another question is, what is the involvement of me in their health? Mm. Why? What is the importance of their health to me? It has nothing to do with me, even though we can go, well, it does because they're my friend and I want to keep them alive and blah, right, blah, right. blah, 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 blah. Right, 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 right. That's a distraction. Yeah. Oh. Their choice. It's whatever they wish to do with their life is their choice. If mm-hmm. they want to eat themselves into the grave, that's their choice. If they mm-hmm. want to live to 105, that's their choice. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's like, and it's it's challenging to see somebody choose things when you know that they can choose different. That's the awareness of the question of like, oh, what do I know here? Ooh, I could see the possibilities that they cannot see yet. So what can I be? I could be the invitation for them so that they are like a magnet, you know, a moth to a flame. And that's how we change the world. We, we shift the world by creating possibilities. We don't change the world by changing the world. We yeah. actually, yeah. We create possibilities. We don't change the world. And I heard this on a podcast this morning. I've heard it before, but it was reminded to me. And I'm like, damn, that's so good. I'm probably butchering it, but I'm going to say it one more time. We can't change the world, but we can create possibility. There we go. Yeah. So we're trying to go to the past. We're trying to change it. All we can do is create possibility. So how do we create possibility? You're the invitation and you get potent. You get as potent AF. Boom. Now that's potency. The invitation, that's potent. But many people think that potent means I have to tell you what to do. Mm. No, that's being superior and that is unconsciousness. Oh, that's forceful too. It, it just comes with the, the, the force. The, it goes back to the being, being forced or you're forcing or you're pressuring. Yeah. Salome, that's interesting because I was studying force and force is a choice. And sometimes force is needed. For example, let's say there's a kid running across the street and here comes a car. 
I can deliver force or I can deliver anger because that's probably most likely going to create the most why to make them stop so they don't run in the street. You better stop right now. And the kid's going to stop. Now, I don't normally talk like that, but I'm going to talk like that in order to stop that kid so they don't run into that car. I'm going to use force. I'm going to use anger because it's going to create more. You know, so sometimes we talk about force, that it's a bad or a good or whatever. It's just a choice. And when do you want to use force when you need to talk to somebody and like force, like it's necessary right now for me to wake them up. Everything's a choice. Um, So I just wanted to talk about that too, because when I learned that, I was like, damn, that's good. That is really good. Yeah. Right. I yeah. love that. And like, I want to tell the audience too, that the conversations that Joanna and I have, they're very organic and we don't, we don't practice this. <laughs> so I, I want to just say that I love having these conversations with you because even on, even live, you know, we're taught we're, we're, I'm exploring myself right now with this conversation. We just, I just, just having conversations like this, how important is it, you know, to just, that'll help us explore even more when another person asks you a question and then you ask yourself that question rather than telling you, are you, you're like this, you're like this, actually, are you, let's, let's ask questions rather than saying that you're this and you're that. Let's ask questions more. Yep. I hope everybody listening kind of got that, the, the dichotomy before, between you and myself, hmm. how just how I ask you questions, you ask me, and we go back and forth. And it's like, oh, okay. And you just keep opening new doors, new possibilities. Yeah. And then opening the possibilities also when going back to when I was talking about the keys and everything. It's also, are you willing to take it in? Are you willing to take that question and, and being open to those questions as well? Because sometimes it doesn't work out later. You know, it's a, later on. Until you start thinking about those questions, you ask your questions again and you're like, oh, wait, you're right. Or I will, you're right. Yeah, I was like this, you know, Mm -hmm. but I love being that person where you ask me questions and I could literally change like a minute later (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) because Joanna, we're not, uh, what is that? uh, Finite. I no, I guess you can say we're, we're. We're embracing the fact that we're exploring ourselves and saying, oh, okay, it does sound like that. Mm. Oops. And then it's okay with it rather than like, oh, I did sound like that. Not, you know, not saying ill to yourself or, or telling yourself like, okay, I did sound like that just a few minutes ago. It's like, okay, I did sound like that. Okay, moving forward. I really love that you brought that up. Yeah, because true consciousness can shift that fast. Yeah. That fast. Oh, yeah. Boom. Easy. Easy. Make it easy on yourself, right? Next. Rather than like always like thinking about it and it's like fighting it. It's like, oh. Yeah. That was easy. It's the same thing of the separation. The less you separate and have zero separation, you can shift so fast. Salome, it's actually so simple for us to create possibility to change where I said we can't change stuff we create possibilities and exactly. it changes that fast like seriously that fast but 
I think in the, I know in this reality, we're taught that it needs to take 10 sessions and I need to see you for three years and I need to see you every Wednesday at noon. You know what I mean? Yeah. We need to clear this. It's like, it could clear this fast. But when we go to the next time, you go to the next layer. But are you willing? That was the word too. Are you Most, willing? <laughs> Salome, that question that I had earlier. Okay, I might butcher it, but it's what do you know that you're pretending not to know that if you were to acknowledge it would change everything. Uh -huh. Solomon, most of us are actually addicted and love our drama. We love it. Even though we say we want to change our lives, we're such liars. We actually like it. Why? Because it entertains us. We'd mm. be bored to death if um, we had no nothing to talk about. Because that thing we talk about, we want to talk about it again. We want to talk about it again. We want to talk about it again. And it's like, oh, okay, what if the vanity thing is just, okay, done, next. Distraction. Distraction. Let's talk about this vanity thing again. It's like, oh, my God, we got it already. Move on. Next. Like, boom, next onion, next onion. Like, and again, it's not wrong to talk about it again. I just wonder how, what is the possibility for us to shift something that fast? And how many other ways can we talk about it, too? There you go. There you go. They're exactly. Amen. We still have this a shifted conversation on the similar topic, but it's not the same thing. You you all know you have friends out there that literally say the same sentences over and over and over again. You're like, oh my God, they're still talking about that since 2009. Like they're still talking about it. I have people I'm like, oh my gosh, that happened so long ago. It happened in high school and you're still talking about it. Yeah. They're mm -hmm. like, okay, are you willing? But they're actually addicted to, you know, the drama and the trauma. So we're so cute as I, where am I talking about something over and over again? Joanna, move on. Yeah. 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 Um, I'm going to say something. I know we're like going over 30 minutes, but I want to uh, oh, add on to that really quick that it's kind of with me where uh, I kind of want to get my heart broken a little bit, <laughs> you know, because it's like, and it's not bad also to want that for myself. Like, like, it's like, oh, I really, I, I want to fall in love. Why? To get my heart broken a little bit, you know? <laughs> Self-sabotage. <laughs> oh, you're the only one saying it out loud. Most of us, right? Because it's fun, like, to start over. See yeah. Yes. <laughs> and it's so interesting that we all say, don't lie, tell the truth. Yeah, but the number one person we lie to is ourselves. So yeah. Solomon's saying the truth, like, yeah, you know what? I just want to kind of explore that and that it's fun, like. Yeah, I was talking to a girlfriend the other day and I was like, girl, you know you like it. Like, stop lying. Stop lying. And she started laughing. She goes, you're right. Like, we're such liars. And then, <laughs> then, then I, I, I've asked my question. I'm like, damn, like, there's these girls that break up with one person, get up with another person, break up with it like so often. And it's just like, dang. And it's like, but you know what? Ah, that's what they like. They want to do it. Even though they don't want to tell themselves that. But I think they like getting their heart broken and then starting all over again. <laughs> yeah. I'm like... I'm like, I've had a great life, even though on paper, I'm like, I want to, you know, I found Patrick, but I'm like, I want to find love. And I was, you know, self uh, deprecating and like, oh, feeling sorry for myself. But I'm like, Joanna, let's get real. You had fun. So shut up. Like, you know, come on. Right. I'm like, Oh, I've had fun. So totally, totally get it. Yeah. We are creating our reality. So whatever you're creating, ask yourself, what is this? Yeah. What is, um, what's the benefit of me creating this? And the benefit could be that it's fun for you, Solomon. It's fun, or for me, right? 
Okay, we're totally going over. Such a great thing. Last thing, do you want to add anything before we put a bow on this? You're not wrong again. Because I don't, I, you know, just again, these listeners, oh, I feel this way. I'll feel this way. Cool. You're exploring right now by listening to this. That's yeah. cool. Awesome. All right. You're not wrong. And I'm going to add to that. You're not wrong. Cool. And then the next question is, so now what would you like to create? Exactly. Now, what would you yeah. like to create? Exactly. Oh, I want to be, I'm going to see if I can be more of the invitation for confidence. All right, cool. Mm -hmm. And how can I explore that? Love yep. it. This was such a contribution to me. I hope to you, Salome, as well, and everybody else listening. Thank you for listening to Two Chicks and a Mic. Oh, see, look at that muscle. Yes. I worked hard for that. I worked yeah. hard for the money. <laughs> That's money. We'll talk about that later, too. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, and we'll see you next time. Thank you for tuning in, watching, or however you're you know, taking this in. And we will see you next time on the Get Up Girl podcast. Bye, y'all. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode and know of another girl who can benefit from this message, please share it with your girlfriends and tag me on Instagram at Joanna Vargas Official. I love your DMs. Also, I would be honored if you'd take 30 seconds and give the Get Up Girl a five-star review. I appreciate and love you all. And remember, girl, to get up and live fully.